Now entering Nerdist.com. <laughs> Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Yes, I am. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Oh, my God. I'm being blown from behind. That's this will true. be for you, an hour. You, yeah, that could be turned down, possibly. Yeah. But will you appreciate that or no? No, no we'll just leave it like it is. Like, okay. This gives me something to complain about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Hey, hello, Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. It is I, moist. I, I feel like no one here is from Birmingham, though. Is that Who's from Birmingham? Clap. Okay. Half, half the people the in this room are from Birmingham. Okay. Would, who's take coming? it back. There are people from Huntsville. That's where they've come from. That's the big trip. Is we, it? Well, the people in the back are from Huntsville. I oh, okay. That. They're like, we've come into town. Hello. Jackie's done individual bio work on all of you. Well, uh, we have a quorum, she's very essentially, with a, a live episode of the Jackie and Laurie show. Uh, this is a Birmingham Comedy Festival. Yeah. There you go. I'm I'm so tired. I, I, I took a red eye last night. My flight left at 1.15 in the morning and went through she Dallas. She has a career. Pardon Did you me? have to switch planes? Yeah, I had to switch planes. Uh, yeah, I, wow. I didn't sleep at all. And uh, and I, I'm kind of excited because Chris Ivy, the guy who put together the whole thing, booked the, that flight, and it enraged me so much that I'm like, oh, I have something to... <laughs> shit on him for the rest of our relationship. I did tell him that there's yeah. going to be some ball busting. Hardcore. <laughs> because the outbound went out of Ontario, which is 50 there, miles from my house, and it's almost near San Bernardino. I, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a different county. It's, a, it's yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, it's, it was a $170 cab ride to the airport. Yeah. Oh, bu- buy yeah, a poster, yeah. you guys. Buy a poster. <laughs> Don't forget to buy a poster. But I, I hope that Chris ends up booking like Montreal out of this? And, yeah, no, just in general. And then oh. I'll just be like, well, why don't you fly me in and out of Ontario? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can fly him out of New Orleans. <laughs> How far is New Orleans from here? At five. All right. Yeah. Wow. People know the miles. People know the numbers. <laughs> oh my god. People leave Birmingham is what I is, is yeah. what I said. <laughs> People are like, well, we're gonna go. Uh, we'll come back. It'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, so I did a set last night. Yeah. Here. Uh, right. Here. Right here at the Syndicate. We're here at the Syndicate Lounge in Birmingham, you guys. I actually love this space. I did this space. This two is years a pretty ago. cool space. Yeah. It's a. They do a lot of live music, and uh, it's great. But. Um, yeah, and th- we are staying at a bed and breakfast. This is what I bitched at Chris Ivy about. <laughs> Poor bastard. Uh, here's the thing. Thank you for inviting us, Chris. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for paying us to come here. And sadly, now we're going to shit on you now for Here we go. <laughs> uh, because uh, I get creeped out by bed and breakfasts. First of all, I want an elevator. I'm on a fourth floor walk up. You what are. do I in New York? You're in a. I'm in an attic. I'm in a. You're I, at like we're in a plantation. I think right. Well, 1895. Yeah. Well, so all right. technically slavery was over, but yes. since we still have a private prison system, it isn't. <laughs> a little uh, little mother. I said Jones that out loud. Commentary. Uh, yeah. There'll be yeah, some I political like commentary <laughs> while my rage just courses through me. <laughs> anyway, um, but the the thing is, is it's a beautiful old house. It's like this old historical. Whatever it's over by the Mellow National Mushroom. Register, yeah, yeah, National Registry. It's very lovely. It's very beautiful, but it's uh, owned by people who carve uh, carousel horses. 
Do they do they personally carve them? Yeah. I thought they collect Yeah, the guy car- carves carousel horses. Wow. So there's fucking creepy carousel horses everywhere. There's, and that's I, true. if I am killed by a Pegasus griffin, uh, <laughs> uh, somebody tell my family I love them. So <laughs> I have two mannequins in my room. No! That, that scared the shit out of me when I woke up from my nap this afternoon. I don't have any mannequins. That's One of because... them's a, guy, a guy's like this no! and a lady. Yeah, and they have a horse between them. Th- that's Wait, is a, that that's where the carousel window. horses? Yeah, there's two mannequins next to them. Yeah. It's frightening. No. Yeah. And then the downstairs has, uh, the table is all set like the queen is coming. And because there's chargers, which are those plates under plates that I learned about not long ago from some fiction. Anyway, so, uh, (laughs) but they're just, they're plates that aren't plates. You can't eat on them. They're just fancy plates. They're under plates. plates. Yeah. So there's like, you know, there's place mats. Yeah. Who the who who I'm not a I'm a messy eater, but I don't even need that much in between me and the table. I feel like this is inappropriate rage to for a piece of plate. I mean, who fucking cares? Uh, I guess I was so tired when I saw it. I was just fucking <laughs> creeped out. And I did. I made uh, I made the lady carry carry my luggage upstairs. Yeah, yeah. And she's, she's and then I made the lady uh, carry your luggage yeah. upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I when hope, I, when the woman I in her up, late sixties, who this is a hobby job for, by the way. Yeah, who oh, owns it, the joint? I'm stunned by how much you know about this bed, bed and breakfast. I've been here for 24 hours. <laughs> I like You're to find out detective. what's happening, you guys. <laughs> I went to the Mellow Mushroom. I've yeah. been to the Waffle House. Uh, I've been you and to, I the went to the Starbucks the across. Together. Yeah, we went to the Waffle House together. Mm-hmm. It was it lovely. Was, it was delicious. My set here was fun. Anybody see the set last night? <laughs> wow. All right, I'm, I made an impression <laughs> because they came at 4.30 the next day to come and see uh, substant to uh, us talk. To see people have a discussion. Right. <laughs> what, what an amazing show. <laughs> We're going to watch people talk. Again, Lori, <laughs> selling the podcast idea. Uh, what? So now we're both doing a show tonight here at eight o'clock. We're, oh, it's here. Yep. Thank God. Okay. Good. All right. Because what you'll know where it is. is uh, I don't know excited? where it is. I'm just kind you're of just... in a fog right now. I don't want to be talking. Um, this is a bad time. Well, to luckily have a I've been talking nonstop for the last <laughs> ten minutes. That's the great thing about doing a podcast with Jackie Cation. If you've got nothing, <laughs> she will fucking fill that shit with every word she knows. It's it's just a vocabulary test. <laughs> um, but I went. I was up. I uh, you picked up a set on the way to the airport. No, well, here, when I got <laughs> when I found out I was leaving at one fifteen in the morning, I I realized I had enough time to do a spot. <laughs> so I did a yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Hermosa. Had a dropout. I just let him know, and so I did a sure. It wasn't on the way to the airport. That was like forty miles the other way. Oh, uh, past past the airport. No. Wait, I flew out of Ontario, and right, I don't, right I don't even LAX. know where that is. Yeah, it might as well be John Wayne. Where's John Wayne? Is that closer? That's the John Orange Wayne County. Airport? Is it okay? I don't know, but I know Chris will fly me out of John Wayne next time. <laughs> He's flying you into John Wayne, <laughs> and uh, so the, well, the everybody open up your maps. And, uh, so yeah, wait. So how did you get to Hermosa? You I, take a cab? I, dro- I drove down there, did a set, drove home, waited two hours, and then had a cab come pick me up and take me to. It was a long night. Yeah. Um, but uh, you so, have a day job. Yeah, I do. Where you write jokes for Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. So you got on a Friday, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, on the way no. out, I was. No. <laughs> wait, what? I can't believe. I'd, why, I don't understand why you didn't just take an, uh, an Uber all the way to Hermosa and then take an Uber to Ontario. 
That would have been more expensive. I, I think. think it would have been the same. Well, but we can't retcon it, so why, I undo. Like undo. I wasn't, I wasn't unsatisfied with that decision, so I don't know why you're going back. I'm to super critical, it. super critical at this point <laughs> about this decision that is uh, now 24 hours ago. Um, <laughs> but I was, uh, I was trying to work out my Conan set. Oh right! Um, so I, I sort of uh, did you get a date yet or no? Pardon me? Did you get a date? Yeah, did June eighth. Con- June eighth. June eighth yeah. going to be on Conan. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, this is something I'll tell after that. After I do it, then. But okay. this other thing that I was going to tell. But um, uh, it's well. Here's the thing. Like I know because I'm at the show. I know who the guests are on the show. And uh, I, I do notice that comics, I think, do better when there's other comics on the show. You know, oh. I think when you have a stand-up set, you're the third guest. Oh, you're at if, the end. If one of the first two is a stand-up who's doing panel, um, I think that carries over to the stand-up. Ooh. And uh, I'm not on one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God oh, damn it. But uh, you know, you, you how know great what? would have been? It been... could be a theory that's incorrect. Right. Uh, I, I hope. Speculative fiction. I mean, there's always a way to, you know, how great would it be? Like if Chris Rock is doing the, the sitting down and talking and being yeah. funny, then the comic you think, because they're already primed for kind of stand up. Yeah, they're, they're in a great mood. Yeah. yeah. It, it actually feeds, like the better, the more comedy in front of you, the better. You probably do, can't say who the, who the guests are no, that no, no, night. No, no, no. The, the, I mean, it's it'll, a it could change, and I don't want to look like I'm complaining about anything. No, no, know? ever. <laughs> we have 73 um, episodes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Too anyway, late. so I'm trying to work out my set. Like, I know the jokes I'm doing, and um, I realized last night at Hermosa, Hermosa's such a great room because um, it's, I feel like it's a really good TV audience. Comedy They're, and Magic Club, by the way, that's what it's called, the Comedy yeah, and Magic Club. Yeah, and the Club. comics, most of the weekend shows are comics doing, like, seven to nine minutes. And so everyone sort of does their best chunks, and so the audience is really trained to hear joke, 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 joke. They're not trained to hear wandering thoughts. <laughs> no, they don't want to hear you and work you, on you your working material. working on new shit or looking at a notebook. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, it's good to, um, they're good to help you find structural flaws in a joke, you know? If, oh, okay. if it's like, oh, if I lost them there, then there's a problem. Oh, you know what I mean? Fascinating. Okay. So there's a, a couple jokes. The first, or the second one, I guess, um, I usually have a couple extra lines after it that call back some other joke that I'm not doing in this set. So I'm like, oh, I need to figure out how to call back the first joke right there because it, it, it's an abrupt end the way it is now. Right. So I was just trying to figure that out last night when I was on the plane. Okay, so I am working on a set for late night uh, to see if anybody uh, cares. People have already cared enough to ask for them, but uh, you have to go through this huge process to yeah. get to do a set on, on late night. So uh, you heard the set, and you were like, you had a great suggestion. You said you have to sort of tell people that, because uh, it's this stuff about being married, right? So yeah. you're like, just tell people that this is your first relationship and you are married and well, you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in general, some like when you're putting a, a TV set together, you know, they'll, they'll take jokes and, and you realize, oh, this joke depends on them knowing this fact about me. And the, the joke that gives you gives the audience that fact isn't part of the set. So now you now you have to figure out how to get it in without you know having too much extra exposition. Right, because you only get five or six minutes to do the whole five set. tops probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, so I what I did, and I also I think last episode you said that you sent your your set with all the times breakdown. Yeah, right. So that's what I did. Oh, good. I. Tape the I, set. I put in an intro joke about being married and yeah. first first relationship. Did the set, broke it down into time code, yeah. and then sent it to the guy who responded 
almost uh, un uncharacteristically quick. Oh, cool, because you um, made it really easy for him. Right, yes. and he said, I love the time code. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, uh, comics and <laughs> take a note. And um, and so what it was is I did uh, okay. So the first joke really starts at second seventeen. The intro joke is done by second twenty seven. Yeah. And then so that chunk is whatever you yeah. know ten seconds long. And so I put those numbers in a row. Yeah. And I named it intro joke. Yeah. And then I did it like that. And then I sent him. And luckily the set that I have come up for late night ended that my last joke ended so strong it actually got an applause break great so uh and then i still had another three and a half minutes to do oh so <laughs> i did another three and a half minutes and i put two more jokes on the end of it just in case yeah he for some reason because the last time i talked to the late night guy um he liked that first that first set but maybe he was over it. So I was like, these other two new jokes, you might yeah, like Yeah, it's weird. All the, there's the, these little puzzle pieces, you know, and sometimes, like, he had liked one joke uh, that I that I looked at, and I was like, I think that that joke needs supporting jokes because I think it's so mean that <laughs> by itself the audience is like, oh, you're awful. <laughs> and uh, and the supporting, I, I just didn't feel like it worked in a five-minute set or in this five-minute set because I... There, the last chunk I'm doing is over two minutes long. That it's one chunk. Yeah. So I, I don't have a lot of wiggle room up top, but I have to, I have to make people like me really fast. <laughs> the last how thing is, how is to create so that your humanity? <laughs> I yes. know the last thing is like a little could be off putting if you find me unlikable. So I, I have to like really, you know, sell it hard. Up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be. Uh, Jack, you're so good. You're diligent. You're taking notes on tags. Well, Kyle wants Kyle's notes. Kyle's not here. Kyle isn't here. Kyle is our sound guy. He's our at guy. Nerdist. He's yeah. a good egg. He would have laughed a lot. You guys are all just staring at us. <laughs> yeah, this on? really does feel like a conversation. <laughs> it's, well, it's not at all I interrupted enjoying, by... I hope this is fascinating for you. That is such a, a shameful ploy for... That's what I'm looking for. Podcaster, no. Podcast fans Stop on it. the back. Stop. Uh, I, Let's just uh, fall on the sword. Maybe we're boring and this should be our last podcast. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Uh, I have this to say uh, that you may or may not be interested in. Uh, I have hooked up my Delta account with Lyft. And so I get Delta points for every time I use Lyft. I think JetBlue has something like that, too. You should definitely get on I it. Uh, free tickets. And I read Chip's money tips. Uh, do you know Chip? Do you remember Chip Chinnery? I, I know him a little bit, but Chip I haven't Chinnery seen him Chip Chinnery was a road, like road comic from the 90s right who moved to los angeles and did uh, just murdered in commercials oh like right. made like giant yeah like he kept booking one national after another and i believe he bought land <laughs> so it's all working out for him right wow. it's fine but he i had him on the dork forest and it's one of the only episodes i ever deleted because uh <laughs> what happened well he was talking about money his hobby his dorkdom is that he loves to do points and numbers and hotels and credit cards oh. and spend hours fiddle and diddle to make 75 bucks that he gets a <laughs> weird coupon and it literally drove me so fucking nuts <laughs> that i was like this is a waste of time and guess what the dork forest isn't anything where you say to somebody it's a waste of time <laughs> by definition everyone gets to have their own goddamn dorkdom yeah sure <laughs> i'm so sorry but it was uh so, so you I was deleted it you didn't I just deleted you didn't it. 
not post it. You actually took it off it is all gone. of your devices. All of my devices. What because an asshole you were. Do you know why? Because I was not the hero of that story. Uh, I did not <laughs> come uh, off. Any way to, <laughs> to slide in your album title. I'm, I'm mesmerized and obsessed with your yeah, You guys can techniques. buy my album at the end, end of the program if you'd like. Uh, number one on iTunes and Amazon. Number three on Billboard without a bullet. Anyway, so, uh, but the... Uh, yeah, he, he was. He didn't come off good because I yeah. berated him, and I came off horrible. And and I said we don't come off good. And he said, yeah, delete it. Anyway, but I still get his. He's got. You can sign up for his mailer, and I am signed up for it. And it's called Chips Money Tips. Oh my god! Yeah, I think I might do that. Yeah, it's well. Essentially, it goes Kyle Cease, Steve Hofstetter, Chip Chinnery, as far as like guys who like are, can figure out how to make money doing what we do. Yeah, yeah. And um, so is but, there a female who's gone? That that way at all gone some i don't think there is is there i, I don't think, think so we, i don't think we we dare to dream enough <laughs> we really don't <laughs> it's just like i know there's a woman in minneapolis who teaches stand-up and she's bad at it no, is that something enough. uh okay. kyle sees also has a book out did you know that of course I, was, I was reading a uh, rage reading about is it Ivanka. called how to be a shitty dad because that'd be horrible she has a book called how to be a shitty mom no it's anyway. called shitty mom it's not called how to be a shitty mom i want it to be called how to be just because <laughs> i made a mistake anyway <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, this book called? I, I, don't, I don't know. We don't need to play. I it. didn't even know that when I was complaining about his career. <laughs> complaining slash salivating. <laughs> yes. Later in life, we can complain and salivate about Mike Birbiglia's career, which is who I complain and salivate. Oh, about. yeah. His career is the career that I'm like, I could have been that guy, but, yeah, but Nathan Lane I mean, doesn't want to sleep with me. But what? Out loud. <laughs> out loud. Wait, who? Hey, who? Who said that? Who? Nathan Lane. <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah, he. There were. There's that road of uh, hooking up with uh, this American life in a way that oh, right. takes you a different place. That's uh, yeah. It takes I you recorded out of an episode of sure. uh, This American Life, and then they deleted it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that's uh, true, but it's still a credit. Uh, and here's how the credit <laughs> reads on my resume: recorded an episode of This American Life. <laughs> they opted not to go with your story. No, they wanted me to throw one of my aunts under the bus. They wanted which to interview. I can't believe you wouldn't do because you throw every everybody else under the bus. I mostly just right. myself. Myself, I, I'm a meat shield. That's a joke <laughs> I do. You guys might want to buy my album. I am not the hero oh of the story. God. I'm about to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> this is outrageous. <laughs> There's only outrage. 30 people here. How much can you sell, for God's sake? Uh, three. Ten <laughs> percent. Uh, so, yeah, no, but... Um, <laughs> But the Chip Chinnery thing, there is a, uh, there's a, uh, if Hold you not, this is Rolling Thunder. We're hearing Rolling Thunder right now. Yeah, That's kind of great. exciting. It is yeah. cool. So Alabama, you guys, here we are where they have weather. Uh, <laughs> not snow, but other kinds. <laughs> and, uh, but the, uh, um, there is an, uh, there, so Chip tells me uh, via this email that there is a Hilton card. There, there's an Amex card you can get that has Hilton's honors points. If you get it before May 31st, 2017, you get 100,000 Hilton honor points, and it's 75 bucks a year. You keep it for one year. You get a free weekend at a Hilton. And you get 100,000 Hilton points, which means um, you get to be gold, which means you get a free cookie when you check in. I think there's more to it. I am not a Hilton's gold member. How does he find out about this stuff? Well, because that's his dorkdom. He fiddle and frickin' diddle. He's constantly searching. He's like, wow. how can I get a Visa card that's going to make me taller? Now, how much... I don't know. <laughs> 
how much is a weekend at a Hilton? It's it at least three hundred bucks. Okay, so I would pay three hundred dollars not to know about the Amex. <laughs> like I would give you money right now to delete that from my brain. I, un- oh wow! Well, I was going to say I could delete it from this podcast for three hundred dollars. Yeah, we know you can delete. Yes, I know. Okay, so 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 you're. Uh, you you're like doing the baby steps. You're on the way to perhaps another late night spot. Then yeah, and he said he liked it enough that cool. I said I will put it together, and then you can review it. Yeah, and then I also I told you about the East Coast late night spot. Yeah, maybe, um, that I said hey I heard you guys liked political stuff and the woman who books it emailed me back and said we're actually we're good we don't need more political stuff yeah and uh so i said okay and then uh, but i had already sent her the clip of the political joke on my album and she said oh but we like that joke yeah and i was like well what just what happened uh <laughs> just listen to the album then and pick five minutes from that anyway never do that by the way never right. tell them to listen to your album and, and pick never five give minutes? them more minutes than they ask for Oh, there was somebody who wanted, like, I, you know, I can't really help anyone get on Conan, you know? No, no, but, you're, that's a different branch of the at service. At least give suggestions, yeah. you know, like, and somebody, somebody from my old scene in the Bay Area, uh, who I hadn't seen in many years, had sent like a 20 minute tape and was like, just, you know, let him pick it. It's like, no, he's, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's not what he's going to do. Right. You, have to, you have to distill it down. And, yeah. you know, it's a curate your own five minutes. Yeah. And so that's never going, that person right. probably won't get a set because they just won't do that. It's like follow the basic directions, you know? Right. And, and it's, I have sent longer sets. Yeah. If it's all of a theme. Yeah. And, but I've also done that thing and I haven't done the time code thing, but I have broken it down for him so that he can cursory look at it. Yeah. And get an idea of what. What he's about to hear. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah. So the Conan guy's great though. The Conan guy will give you notes on every joke. Yeah. I had, um, I had two spots that I just opened with that five minute set and I did the time codes for it and I sent it to him and I sent, I sent him the audio for the two so we could hear it in two places. Oh, good. And so that's yeah. how that proceeded. Yeah, just I, I mean it's it's like anything I imagine if you can make the job easier you for make the it person. Easier, yeah. You get a better chance of getting in. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'm just going to keep sending my avails and, to and, and I also just be zanies. open to somebody saying, you know, your favorite joke they don't want you to do on the show, on their show. Oh, you know? right. And and y- you can fight it or just go, okay, you know. Oh, I know. The first set I ever did on Conan, which was just three years ago, and it was my first late night set ever. It was great. Um, that, but I'm glad, and it enrages me that the that first took, late night set wasn't was, until right twenty seven years oh into my, my act, into oh my, my into my career. Uh, they thought they'd put me on television, <sighs> network television. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, and it was fine. And um, but the. But he did give me a He was like, do you like this joke or that joke better? Because you can only do one of them. And I got to pick. And it was nice of him. That's cool. Yeah, because I, I wanted to do the Hester Prynne joke instead of uh, something else that wasn't quite as smart yeah. or weirdly esoteric or whatever. And uh, and he let me he let me do the the weird one. Cool. He was like, do the weird. But that's I, I always uh, have you you've seen all of Rory's stuff, right? On Rory Conan? Scoville. Scoville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because his stuff is so weird. Yes. That I always it's always a delight. Yeah. For me, because I'm like, how does he pick it? His, <laughs> I don't know. I, I how haven't he, seen his Netflix seat, uh, uh, special, but it's and I never great. will. I'll never. <laughs> I'm never going to see it. But I, but I I'll watch but it I live every time. <laughs> every time I will. I will not leave the room if Rory Scovel is on stage. Actually, oh yeah, because he's a. Um, 
he's just so great. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to. What, what am I going to do? Sit in front of Netflix and put in people I know? I'm just going to get furious. Yeah, it will be. It's just going to enrage me. Definitely. It isn't uh, that I do not. That does not reflect well upon me. I get that. <laughs> uh, but because I wish to be supportive, but only live. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I haven't watched Bamford's. You haven't? She, really? No, she's my best friend. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But, but you, uh, you have seen all the elements of it. Oh, I've seen all the material. Much, yeah. A yeah. Lot of it. Okay. I, uh, and she, she asked me if I could. That was when, when she was recording it. She was like, hey, do you want to come and watch uh, me do four jokes while sitting on a park bench? <laughs> and, uh, and I said, no. No, <laughs> no I don't. <laughs> How do you I'm feel glad about there's that? a limit to your friendship. There's a limit it, to my it friendship. It seemed a little codependent, but now I <laughs> respect you. I'll go, I'll go to any number of things. <laughs> it's great. And like, uh, it was, it was like, because every year she used to do the Dork Forest. Yeah. And then for like five years in the middle, she's like, nope, nope, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I don't have anything to dork out about. I've, you've, you've heard everything I've got to offer, yeah. so fair enough. Um, she she was awesome this week. She gave a commencement speech, and then she gave the money that she got for the speech to student to two students, right? Yeah, Sally May. Yeah, and made out to Sally May because um, so, so you know she went to the University of Minnesota, yeah, and got a liberal arts degree in the creative writing department. And they emailed her and asked her if she could. Maria Bamford is who I'm talking about, Minneapolis comic, and uh, and famous person. Anyway, so uh, the uh, but they asked her if she could do the commencement speech. And the initial email was like, well, usually we don't pay commencement speakers. And she was like, oh, well, then I, I don't want to do it. Uh, and uh, essentially, she, uh, the, her joke was that the coach isn't living, the football coach isn't living check to check. <laughs> so uh, she's like, and then, but the, so the speech was only about 12 minutes long. And that's, it, still, that's a long time because it was, it's she a was long speech. Genuinely freaked out about yeah. it. And I was like, remember, this is a commencement speech. No one's going to be listening anyway. <laughs> and like, they're all just going to, it's, it's like a corporate, you know, yeah. where nobody expects you to be funny unless you're introduced as a comic. Yeah. So any funny, they're just like, thank God. And uh, so she. Uh, but you're supposed to be inspirational and give them a right. message for the future, something to hang on to and right. look forward so, to. So she opened the speech with the story of how she got booked and how she asked for money because she's got a, a liberal arts degree and she quoted my father uh, and his, his... Really? She quoted Elliot? Oh, you didn't get to hear it? No. She, by name. She <laughs> goes, uh, my financial advisor, Elliot Cation, <laughs> my friend Jackie Cation's dad. And, uh, and then, because my father, when I was a kid, um, uh, I once turned down a gig and I called him and I, and I was just talking to him and I said, yeah, I didn't want to do this gig. So I said, no. And he said, you just said no? And I said, yeah, I didn't want to do it. And he goes, what was the first thing I taught you? And I said this to him. And I said, pick up other people's change. (laughs) And he became very angry, actually. He hasn't been that mad in a while. It was like, what the hell are you talking? And I said, no, no, I was kidding. I was kidding. And, uh, And then he said, no, the first thing I taught you was never say no without a number. Mm. which is great advice. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember what it meant. Yeah. And I was like, what does it mean? He said, you don't turn down the gig. You say, I'd love to do that. I'm going to need $11,000. And then they say, I don't have $11,000. And then you say, well, thank you so much for thinking of you me. You got your number. Now you can t- yeah. turn them down. Right. Yeah. And then and then you say, as you're, if you, well, continue to think of me if your budget goes up, but know that my prices are always rising. <laughs> That's the other thing he always says. And so he said that. And then, um, and I told Maria that, and so Maria, and I tried to do a bit about it. It didn't, 
it, it's great, but I got too many people who said, your dad sounds like Trump. And I was like, did you want to get punched in the face? Uh, I love my father, and he's not a monster. <laughs> so uh, he, And I know he's not a monster, because none of my brothers are creeps. Uh, you can tell that Uday and Ixnay are creeps, right? From here, you can tell, right? Because mm-hmm. they're fucking elbow squeezer, pet your pussy creeps. Anyway, so... Well, also, Donald Trump Jr. just gave a commencement speech in Dubai, and you know he was paid fuckloads of money for that. And oh, the yeah. fact that um, you, he kept it, he didn't give it to anybody. Oh, yeah. So Maria got, tw- uh, she asked for 20 grand. Yeah. And then they, then they came back with 10 grand and she took it. And my dad, I told my dad that and he goes, she didn't say 15 and then split the difference at 12.5? <laughs> and uh, I was like, no, no, she didn't do that, dad. And then, and he said, well, tell her I don't need a commission. And because uh, he was joking, right? Yeah. And I told Maria that. And Maria said, "I'll send him a commission." <laughs> and I said, Does, d- "Do something else. He's you know he's old." And uh, <laughs> he, please he's do not social security. He's good. Uh, my father has a gambling problem. Don't send him cash. <laughs> uh, so uh, my father has great advice that he never takes himself. <laughs> anyway, so isn't um, that everybody? Uh-huh. By the way, last night I mean last week, and I was saying uh, we were talking about joke kind of joke structures we hated. The rest of the week, I was realizing, oh, my God, I do that, I do that, I do that. <laughs> like, everything I hate, I do in my act. So I know if it. I can forget, but I, I'm a hypocrite. Well, no, no, except for the fact that at least you can see it. Yeah. That's it. And then, and you don't, you don't, it's not a crutch, right? Like, what do you do? Oh, that thing where someone said something to me. Oh, right. Although, although we're, we're, it's not, it's not, although it's not really a set, it's not a joke thing. It's a, it's a thing I made up. Okay. Yeah. It's called oh. writing, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how jokes happen. It is. And it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so Maria gave away, for each speech, she gave away a check for $5,000 to somebody who had student loans. She called somebody up on. She was like, "Anybody got student loans?" And uh, it's so like, "Anybody first time she theater? does it, probably some one person raises her hand timidly, and then word spreads, and the, at the, <laughs> the second commencement, everyone's like, ah." Right? She said both times it was just like one or two people, and she just picked the first. She picked the first woman she saw. Good and cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. And uh, and in both cases, it was a young black woman. Awesome. And uh, so she, there you go. And and in both cases, both women were like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and, Thank you. <laughs> and zoom. And yeah. uh, hug gone. And well, now you how can anyone keep their commencement speech money after after that? that? Well, I, I mean, I'm sure they can, but yeah, I, I and I'm sure they can. will. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it just I mean, and it's 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 funny because my dad was like, I don't think she can write it off, but she should check into that. And I was like, well, it's her closer. <laughs> Can't you write it off if it's your closer? And she talked to her uh, accountant, and she cannot. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, can she write what off the... Ta- t- what do you mean it's her closer? Talking about that story? Giving away the... Money. Is giving away the money was her... Material? No, no, it was the closer at oh, the end I of the see. commencement speech. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Should have been able to, but her uh, accountant said no. And I said, how about the avocados that she sent my dad? And... Um, her accountant said yes. Your dad, okay. He, she sent to him uh, avocado of the month. So he's going to get avocados every yeah, month for, three for a months. year? Yeah. Oh, for three months. Yeah, because uh, his doctor told him That's he should plenty eat plenty of avocados. Av- That's too many avocados. He's in Wisconsin. They're disgusting. He doesn't even know how to open them. Yeah. So he doesn't, he doesn't, know, he doesn't <laughs> even know. He'll probably eat the skin. <laughs> <laughs> Just chunk and like, bite into them good. like they're apples. Why, are they, why do people like these? <laughs> and... Uh, it's weird. I haven't been to Birmingham a long time. I, I used to work this club here called the Stardome. It's still here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was... Uh, Who books that? 
Well, at the time, it was this guy named Bruce who owned it and his daughter, Dina, booked it. I don't know. I haven't worked it in a long time. I was never, that was never my room. <laughs> and, uh, but it's a beautiful space, but I, I would... That's like saying he's a really nice guy in the world of stand-up comedy. But it's, uh, and this is just when I was there, it was, the, the, uh, the acts that did well there were very Southern and and uh, and and remember and, where you are. I know, no, no, but I mean, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. There's a certain southern sort of act that only reference, like you know, ch- uh, fifteen minutes on the waffle. Like it's stuff that would only work in <laughs> fifteen minutes southern on the waffle towns. House? Yeah. Okay. And there was like a whole. There's a whole bunch of comics that only worked the south at the time. Like the all the comedy zones oh, all yeah, over yeah. the south. And Aubrey Pippin had this uh, chain called Comedy House Theater. They were in the south and Birmingham. This is like an independent club, but it was one of those clubs like James Gregory. Do you ever hear of that guy? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I have no idea what happened. Right. There was plenty of work. There was he would a, do a the run. Sa- apparently, he would do the same set ev- constantly, the same hour, and people year liked after the year? repetition. Yeah. They liked hearing the same Like something out again. of vaudeville in the 20s? No, like like God. something out of me. Didn't <laughs> that tonight? No. Uh, but uh, uh, so um, every time I'd work this room, it would be like with killer bees, you know? <laughs> and he'd be like, you're going to love it. And I was like, the more Southern the accent of the headliner telling me I was going to love it, the worse I did. <laughs> yeah. It was, because it, I, you know, it just, I, I was, you know, a, like a... A San, a San Francisco act, and I, right. you know, I was, you know, the, whatever the first night was. I, afterwards, I'd be taking jokes out left and right, and <laughs> you know, be left with fifteen ever, minutes of material did plus you ever crowd get work. That thing, that sort of vibe. I used to get it in Nebraska. Was like, who said you could talk? There was a lot of, <laughs> yeah. what's there a woman doing up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me a cup of coffee. There's a lot, of, a lot of that, and, of that and, and I felt like maybe the female acts were a little more. Um, just blue or no they sort of like package themselves as southern archetypes and oh, okay and so that was someone it, 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 it felt much closer to like um the 90s the grand old weird. opry or something you know where yeah. you'd almost there's a lot of more personas that were that were made up on yeah. stage versus yeah. now which Remember is everyone's sort of cutting open their arms every night and guy? there was a guy that i worked with who's um he was known as like Cowboy Jim or something, uh, and I guess he used to be called Boston. Rodney Jim. Carrington? No. no, no. I worked with Rodney Carrington once. In I didn't work with him. I worked with a New Orleans comic whose wife won the lottery. Do you ever? Wow. Me- I don't even know who that is, but uh, he was. I worked with him in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, I worked. Randy- I worked with Rodney, which is the ultimate Rodney Carrington gig. Is Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's, he lives there. I ended up driving his. He had a fancy car that he was super worried about. <laughs> uh, and I was featuring at the Tulsa Comedy Club for the New Orleans guy, and the New Orleans guy's wife won the lottery in New Orleans, and uh, and we were talking, and he said, "I said, would you would you guys do with the money?" He said, "Well, mostly we're sending our nieces and nephews all to private schools because uh, wow. the uh, um, the the Louisiana public school system. You might as well just hit a kid with a shovel." And uh, wow, and I was like, "Why don't you tell that joke on stage?" <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because he had the worst act. Like, he literally, I can't remember the guy's name, but he used to do, a, his closer was a seven-minute bit about being a gynecologist and having oh a my light God, on his forehead and being a spelunker. Oh, and at the I end can, of it, he oh comes through God. the Volvo and goes, what are you guys doing here? And I was like, 
Are you and, uh, and meanwhile, he's closing to a standing ovation and selling a thousand in merch. Yes. Oh my God. He's got bolo ties he's with such his such a fucking on snob. It. Let a guy kill if he wants to. Nope. <laughs> Jackassery. Anyway, um, he had a yeah. great joke about hitting his kids with a shovel. That was funny. And I was like, why aren't you doing that joke? And he said, and then he said, you know, the great thing about the money is that I'm still not funny. He actually said this to me. He said, I'm not a great comic, but I can still do it whenever I want because I don't need the money. Wow, nice. And I was like, I never want to be that guy. <laughs> I just I just wanted to be that guy. That's all I wanted. I was like, if I could just be that guy for the rest of my life, that we would be great. We are different people. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, but, but I remember when I was first coming here in the early 90s, this is going to sound crazy, but coffee, house, coffee houses weren't a thing, you yeah. know? I mean, Starbucks was just happening, and there was a Barnes & Noble here, and that was like a big deal <laughs> and where I could go to the to the Starbucks and the Barnes and Noble and just sit for a couple hours. I don't, I, I don't know if there's still a Is Barnes that what and you Noble did here. When yeah. you came here? Yeah. Uh, and then I worked out. I swam at a pool here. I probably went to the Birmingham. If there's a Y here, I probably went here. Uh, okay. Yeah. Was that what you mostly did on the road? Yeah. I would, I was, uh, I would train because part of my head was insane and thought that I was going to be a comic slash Olympian. <laughs> <laughs> so I still would. So you, tra- oh, you still I wanted train, to swim? Yeah, yeah. I would train. Uh, I would do really hard workouts during the day when I was a road feature. Wow. Whatever the local pool was or the YMCA, and um, and I wasn't. You know that was, it was completely you- unrealistic. And and half of me knew, and half of me was like, shut up. Like just let me have this. <laughs> and then only when I moved yeah. to New York, where. Um, uh, life was so expensive and hard. Did I have that sort of fantasy part of my head beaten out of me? Because I just spent all day trying to make enough money to pay my rent and then be uh, and then do spots at night. And it was constant. I was constantly that was grounded. The, that was in, the whole. Yeah, a New York reality, which changed the way I thought. Because I, I think I was just floating around on the road, just doing you know five hundred dollar week, five hundred dollar week, and I could you know swim all day and you know I avoided talking to people because that's my nature. <laughs> right. But also, you know, it was like a lot of guy comics I didn't know very well and yeah. I you know didn't want anything weird to happen or them to think anything so I'd you know just be like I'm, I'm going back to my room bye yeah yeah I spent the entire 90s trying to make guys not think anything <laughs> I know it's not so like your whole time on the road don't think too much as if as if these male headliners were interested in At female all. features <laughs> when they had the entire female audience to right. uh, go after Man, yeah. the guy in the blousey shirt that I worked with in North Dakota one time he would pick the prettiest drunkest girl in the audience yeah. in this horrible run and then talk to her about feminism and I was like oh, by the man. end of the week I was like run <laughs> Get away from that guy. Was that at that gig that where you stayed there for a couple of weeks, like the wagon wheel? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the dumbest. Hotel. Yeah, it was uh, called the Westward Ho. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, the pool was shaped like a boot. <laughs> <laughs> and the MC, they, they had a house MC that had to live at the West at the Ho. You created alcoholics <laughs> for a year, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't was, Shan- this guy named Shannon? Shannon. What's yeah. his last name? The Minneapolis guy, Chad Daniels, did it for six months. Oh God! It just creates right. alcohol. Yeah, uh, it's Isaac. Isaac Whitty did it. Oh my um, god! Chad Daniels did it. Um, mm, 
mm, Shannon McLaughlin. Yes, That's yes, it. Yes. Shannon McLaughlin. I feel like did they it. all took on some trauma from that. It is trauma because what they had to do is they had to host all the all the shows, which were I believe Wednesday through Saturday, yeah, or Wednesday through Sunday, and then the uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday they had to host karaoke, and they had to host That's karaoke right. after the stand. Off. They never had a night off, oh, but they got God. a free single bed room. Yes. And then if they wa- and they they didn't have and to you pay could bring anything. your own burner so you could right? cook your own food. It's it was sounds pretty like glamorous. a pretty sweet feature gig at this point. But right? I'll tell you, every single one of those guys came back with hours of material yeah, and yeah. a drinking problem. <laughs> and but it was crazy. And it was um, the weird thing was, um, yeah, I always wanted to do it. They never hired any women to do it. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. And I, I, it was at the time, I thought that would be awesome. I mean, man, I, there's a pool here. Yep. <laughs> it was an act. Of, I, I, it was I, a total act of this. God. Act of God. Because yeah. I mean, when I did the road, I I did not swim and then do sets and write. <laughs> I would drink until 3 or 4 in the morning and then sleep till 2 in the afternoon. But you were considered for the uh, Alcoholic Olympics. So I did. The I Alcoholic Olympics, I won. I got a silver. <laughs> um, That's not first. That is not first. <laughs> <laughs> it is not first. Comic of the week. Oh, yes. All right. We've decided to go uh, with uh, the Birmingham Comedy Festival Zone, Rena Calm, you guys. Woo! Chicago comic. We, she, we just met her for yeah, real. just met her. I just had a fake lunch with her because I'd had lunch with Chris, and then I afterwards just had coffee. Yeah, we had suggestions, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, she had such a great tape and stuff. Yeah, and, you, uh, yeah the comedy's funny. It's at Rena Calm, R-E-N, wait. R e e n a c a l m. Yeah, and she's in the audience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're enjoy funny. the bump. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the Jackie and Laurie show bump. Chicago comic here at the Birmingham Comedy Festival. Uh, go check it out. That's her uh, Twitter feed, and uh, she's going to open for us tonight. Yeah. So you here, get right? To, yeah, here. Okay. So she's going to MC. This is the most in, insular uh, comic of the this week is, situation. Oh my god, it's we've incestuous. Ever it's in. craziness. You know what? I, I when I was a when I w- was working here in the early 90s, one time I drove, um, I don't know if I drove to Birmingham, but I drove through the South. I think I had a gig in um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I drove to it. And maybe I had a gig in Beaumont, Texas on the way. So it was all like lower Was 10. it a casino in Baton Rouge? No, it wasn't. It was in a barn. It was a funny bone, but it was in a barn. I'm pretty a sure barn? if I remember An actual correctly. barn? Yeah, it was like a giant room. All right. Yeah. And it was, again, another one of those where I'm like, and then we see the MC, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking doomed. (laughs) When you see what's killing, you're like, oh, and it's a barn. Like, I have no shot, you know? So I just (laughs) talked as quickly as possible. Lori Kilmartin is not a barn comic. (laughs) Do not book her at your barn event. Now, don't get hasty. Let's see what the money is. (laughs) Let's learn from your dad I did a barn outside of Los Angeles, actually. Yeah. And it was weird, and it wasn't good. Anyway, well, so I drove, I drove uh, here, and I, I, I believe I drove to Birmingham once too. You drove from San Fran? Yeah, I used to, I used to like set up like ten weeks in a row and oh, just that's try. What I did. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Um, and uh, uh, there was, I remember this. Um, there was, I, I, for some reason, traffic was stopped, and it shouldn't have been. It was like a really <laughs> tiny road. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And we were all just, there was a, just a line of cars just stopped, and people were getting out of their car and hanging out. And so I, I, I walked up to somebody, and I said, what's happening? And she said, oh, there's been a table, Rick. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And she goes, a, ta- a table, she kept saying table, Rick. And it took me a, a minute to figure out she meant terrible wreck. Oh, 
That is a hell of an accent. Yeah. And then later on, my dad, my dad, uh, you know, back then we read newspapers, and he, <laughs> there was a, a, an, a, an article of something called A Terrible Wreck, and my dad crossed it out, wrote Table Rick, and sent it to me. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. He's dead now. <laughs> I was going to tell them that, but. Um, <laughs> and you guys should totally go on CISO and watch 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad. Oh my God, stop it. They all know. We'll, we'll, we could plug, well, I, I, we could plug. You already did plug everything. We're right. being, it's, I just did. Yeah. We, anyway. This tells me we've run out of things to talk about. No, I got two but more guess things. Guess what? We still have four, 15 minutes. 16. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, look at you. You. Oh, you got the time going yeah. over there. Look at. See, we're learning. <laughs> it's our third live episode ever. Yeah. Uh, so um, I, wa- I was at Flappers the other night. I walked into this conversation. Uh, oh, Adam Sandler's not going to make it. What would be the first thing you would say? Yay. <laughs> you know what I said? That's why I don't have a career in show business. <laughs> you know what I said? What? Can I have his time? <laughs> to, by the way, five comics and the booker, Barbara Holiday, staring at me, and I go, oh, I must have said something wrong. <laughs> and so I go, can we split his time? <laughs> I thought that was more human, and nobody gave a shit. Again, there was staring, and I said, Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and then, because I also don't care if Adam Sandler does stand-up comedy anymore. It's fine. Uh, what, uh, but he didn't, but the entire room was full. Oh, on the promise that he was going to be there? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it was too bad, because I was like, are these people Did he here? cancel at the last minute? Via text message. Oh, that sucks. See, that, yeah. that sucks for the club. It's not fair. It, it isn't fair. He must have put on his pajamas accidentally. <laughs> you know, it's a certain point Why in your life. Why would that stop him from driving and performing at a club <laughs> that he was in his pajamas? Uh, it's true. The last time I saw um, Bill Cosby, he was wearing sweatpants. <laughs> Um, and then you passed out and woke up. <laughs> and then I woke impregnated. up with his penis inside of me. No, no, I did not. None of that happened. Um, he uh, he had a funny chunk about GPS. Uh, anyway, well, it's reminisces about Bill Cosby. What reminisce about his act? No, it's uh, no. It was, it, it was. I saw him twice, eight years ago and six years ago. And then the big reveal: he's a rapist. Yeah. And then uh, turns out I never saw him again. Because that's really for the best. Uh, yeah, I think he's done performing. I know, and I think about him all the time. Because you know he's still writing. Yeah, he probably is, yeah. Because he's a comic. He's yeah. writing jokes. And who's he performing for? His wife? Camille. Who's not talking to him? Yeah. Um, she believes him. Oh, does she? Yeah, I think oh. she's a hostage. Yeah, that's a, a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. That's what that um, is. So, uh, did you get to... What ha- was the audience pissed? No, oh, that would, audience, uh, as a club I, owner, that would make me sick to my stomach if somebody, a fam- people fam- came to see a famous person and then right. They, yeah. Barbara was like, "What happened was this." Barbara said, "Would you be willing to close?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm working on this set, but yeah, we can. T- I could totally close if I could do the first five. Will be this." And she's like, "Okay." And then get this, I got bumped because someone uh, with a better career than mine. Uh, she was like, "Oh, I don't need you to close." <laughs> And then Ty Barnett showed up, and I was like, we're the same person. <laughs> I love Ty Barnett, but he doesn't have better credits than I do. We're the same fucking credits. And then I was psyched to see Ty Barnett. Do you remember Ty Barnett? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yes. Anyway, so... He's um, from Seattle, right? I think so. Yeah. I, don't, I know him from Last Comic Standing. Yeah. We were no, talking great. about hostage situations. Uh, we were trapped in a hotel together oh, for a right. weekend. Right. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> He's a good egg. And, uh, and, but I left before he went up because he was closing. 
Cause... Did you bring him up by saying this guy doesn't have better credits than me? Let's see if you like him, Ty Burnett. No, no, um. I did not. <laughs> and I did not confront him about the fact that we have the same credits. Yeah. Uh, instead, I took it as a win that I didn't have to hang out any longer. Sure. And uh, so I left with Barbara. Barbara didn't even, she wasn't even there for the big reveal that Sandler didn't show. Oh, yeah, okay. good for her. She's like, and I'm going to go. <laughs> good for her. She's, and, but she wants us to do live Jackie and Lori's at Flappers again. Okay. That's, that's you. Okay. That's that all you. That could have been a conversation we have uh, not on the podcast. Are there anything else you want to not talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I had lunch with Laura House, and I made it 45 minutes. I was like, hey, I can be friends for 45 minutes and then I got to go. Because <laughs> uh, those are my social skills. I was working, I did a Mother's Day show with uh, Kira Sultanovich. Yes. And um, for, sh- apparently she freaked out. She and Karen, she and Karen Rontowski have a, uh, a podcast where they predict your future. Um, Karen <laughs> uh, d- does tarot cards right. and Kira is a witch from Russia. And so she reads your palm and... They both told me something hor- something uh, life-changing, and I think they said horrible, and then they walked it back when they saw my eyes, was going to happen in May. And it's now it's called, May it's called, 20th. It's and Karen and Kira can read or something, or yeah. read you or yeah, something yeah. like that. And it's uh, they're both great they, comics. Karen and Kira and can destroy your, your month. <laughs> right. Your, your sense of the future can yes. be now filled with foreboding. Apparently they freaked somebody else out, too, with their... Oh, it wasn't yeah. just you? No, it wasn't just me. Have they're they, have they left aired and right your episode yet? I think they have, um, but I, uh, I had to follow Kira, which is no, no one wants to do that. She's, she, yeah, she's she destroys murders. And, um, uh, this is how I found out nobody's watching the Americans. I said, let's hear for Paige Jennings all grown up. Cause she's, <laughs> no one watches <laughs> <You're> it here. <right. laughs> Why are you guys not watching the Americans? It's the greatest show. Uh, okay, you yeah. have one person. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I, either. I want to spread it the rumor that Kira's a Russian spy. Oh, right, right. Especially if, if I have to follow her. Right, and did she do well? Yeah, she did. She great. always does well. Yeah. She's really good at stand-up comedy, you guys. You mm-hmm. should go see Kira Soltanovich and Karen Rontowski, actually. Yes. And, uh, um, and then my, oh, so I have a book that I, you know, sent in. Yeah. And my editor's... Oh, is le- it done? Yeah, it's done. And uh, I finished my tweaks. You know, there were uh-huh. hundreds of them. And I ended up getting just angry and going, I disagree. I disagree. Like, in Google Docs, someone can write a comment on a thing. And at first, I'd be like, okay, I give it a shot. And then I'd explain, you know what? This one didn't feel or this, this it, it just didn't strike me. So I don't really have good jokes on this. So I don't really go, you know, I, I spent a lot of time saying why I wasn't going to do something if I wasn't. Yeah. And then I just ended up going, I'm not feeling it. No, no. <laughs> right, 30,000. Words yeah. later, but then um, my editor, uh, she's leaving. The, uh, the, she's going to another publishing yeah. house. Yeah. So like, so now I'm going off to a different editor. Oh no, uh, you're gonna have to get a whole new set of notes. No, no, no. It, the editor, the the woman who brought me to this publishing house, edited Shitty Mom, and then she gave me to this new lady. And so the lady that's leaving is giving me back to my original editor. <laughs> so it's, it's all fine, but okay. it was just. You're uh, like, oh, you thought you had something to do with it? You're like, did I make you leave? Yeah. <laughs> go get a better job yeah. over at Harlequin it's Romance? It's just a, like a little thing where, <laughs> what did you say? Harlequin Romance. Oh. <laughs> like, I, uh, when I moved to New York in 1989, yeah. I, uh, I applied for a job at Harlequin Romance. You did? <laughs> yeah. I did not get it. And uh, I think that, that uh, another life-changing uh, thank you God moment. Why do you think and, you, that would have taken you away from comedy? Yeah. It's that and the, the tattoo of Nightwolf that I never got on 
me. <laughs> I was going to get a Mortal was Kombat tattoo. Is it a TV tattoo. series? No, no. It's, a, it's a video game from the 90s. Nightwolf was yeah. a Native American. He was, a, he was great. He had a tomahawk that was green. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be a very different person. I would own a Harley Davidson, and uh, my girlfriends would be named Melissa. I feel like, anyway, so. I feel like you are that person. Uh, Inside of me, there's yeah. someone with a Nightwolf tattoo. I don't tattoo think that you're that different who has that. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, Lady Harley that's real lowrider. Maybe anyway, you should so. get one when you're 70. I'm planning on doing a lot of uh, irreversible things to my body <laughs> when I'm 70. I'm getting a tattoo. Irreversible? Yes. Mm-hmm. Vaginal rejuvenation surgery. Yes, sure. <laughs> Let's tighten this up. Um, <laughs> the podcast or my vagina? <laughs> All of our vaginas. <laughs> All of our what? No, you want to call it all of our vaginas? Do you sure. want to call the show all of how our? How am vagi- I supposed to? By the way, how am I supposed to go on a date with somebody? I'm just trying to figure this out. I don't know. Didn't you just get a, a Tinder ping or something? Yeah, right before no, no, this? It's okay, Cupid. I just okay. don't know how to explain. Uh, com- a comedy is a life to a guy. Just to go, uh, you know. Don't tell him. <laughs> Don't just you, be, let let tell just them that be you're gone every night. Yeah, tell well, yeah, tell him that you're a line cook at Applebee's, <laughs> <laughs> and then if he falls in love with a line cook at Applebee's, uh, it'll be like when the king lives among the common people. Sure, sure. I should date like a bartender or somebody that named Tommy. No. <laughs> don't do it. I don't know what it is about bartenders. They're always they always have the the like Tommy and Billy and Jimmy. For some yeah, they're reason. Irish. Yeah, that's why. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Irish hello. But I'm getting a job <laughs> as a bartender. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I feel. I, I, part of me is like, oh, this book's done. Maybe I want to try and go on dates. But oh yeah, yeah, you should totally go on dates. You should have a rest of a life, Laurie Kilmartin. I recommend I it. I don't know how to do that. And I, and you know how how does why would a guy want to date somebody who would rather be on stage than be on a date with them? Well, you are correct. No <laughs> one does want to date that person. <laughs> I'd rather be I mean, somewhere I'm else doomed. as you look deeply into their eyes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is there any way you could finger me while I'm on stage? <laughs> Is that too much? That feels um, too much. I had anyway. a defense about that one. Part of me liked it and part of me was disgusted. I, part of me was disgusted. I was like, and then there was the part of me that said, you're going to say it? Yep. <laughs> That's a classic. It's a classication moment. Hold on. How much? Oh. Uh, we're close. I think we're real oh close. Oh, my God. Wait, we are. Well, no, we have like seven minutes left. Oh, Eight. dude. All yeah. right. Well, so this will go next. Are you? Where are you next week? Um, I'm in Los Angeles next week, and then uh, we we start on a break. So I'm going to I'll be in Vermont at the Burlington Comedy Club on Friday and Saturday night. That's a great comedy club. I'm so excited. Vermont, Burlington, Vermont, where Bernie Sanders is from. You get to you re, you get to realize That's the why most Ber- response we've had at this podcast is mentioning Bernie Sanders. Yeah, his not even him. What his about hometown. Let, let me try something else. Joe Biden could have won. Um. <laughs> She's flipping off the audience, doing an Elliot. Um, uh, and, okay, so then I'm going to spend the rest of the week in New York doing oh, nice. podcasts to promote, you know, the CD, the upcoming CD of uh, 45, oh, oh, 45 Jokes. 45 Jokes. And, um, and spots just to work on my Conan set. And um, I'm taking, to get to, uh, to New York from Vermont on, on Sunday, I decided to take the train instead of JetBlue. All right. And it's an eight-hour train ride. Okay. And uh, 
I'm kind of uh, excited, your, though. No, knock but yourself you up. To, you, there's so many cool cities you get to go through. Right. Here's what I recommend. Last time I took the train, I spent 15 bucks, put myself up to business class. I did. I did. Did you? And first was... You know, I mean, it's not that much extra to be no, in first class. No, it's 15 bucks. Yeah. It's literally almost nothing. And the person who was running the business class car didn't show up. Yeah. And I was the only person in business class. And so the, tr- the ticket guy said, just help yourself to anything in the kitchen. <laughs> That is awesome. I was like, all right, I will. And uh, I had several bananas. <laughs> I know how to party. Crazy. And so I, I'll be pulling into, I'll, I'm probably leaving at night, like Vermont at 9 in the morning. I'll be pulling into Penn Station at 625. Right. spots at stand-up at 815. So probably, I don't know if I'll be able to get to. Get home? Get home to drop my stuff off. So I might be traveling with a suitcase all Sunday night to different spots. Oh, that's but. weird. But then you don't have to come back because you're going to spend the whole week in, in New York? Yeah, then I'll, yeah. So oh, we should probably great. figure out when to. We have to tape another one early. Right, right. That's one yeah. of the things we could talk about when we're not. <laughs> but um, I knew you. You know, you take your revenge. You, I, I slam do. you for I something, do. and you sit right there back. and That's you it. you wait for an opportunity to throw it right back on my this face. This isn't a hobby. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> next week I'm in Bloomington, or this week it'll be this week I'm in Bloomington at the Comedy Attic. Wait, isn't there a promo for you, America's Sweetheart, or something like that? God knows what they're calling me. <laughs> Sometimes they call me the queen of the dork forest, like I'm some sort of monarchist. <laughs> I don't believe in a monarchy, you guys. Uh, representative Republic. <laughs> Nothing I, from I, the Bernie supporters. I, Fuck you guys. I do. I representative am. Republic. I am. There you go. I am very close to becoming a part of a sovereign nation. Um, oh, Luxembourg! I've taken my steps. In. I've got my FBI background checks. They're at, all my documents are being translated into business fr- legal French, and then I'm going to bring all of that to uh, Luxembourg this summer. And when are you going to Luxembourg this summer? Uh, end of July. End of July. Yeah. I'll be in Ireland and then in Iceland at the end of July. I want us to week. meet in the, the channel and do a podcast <laughs> from the channel. That would be awesome, right? As we as we channel it. Uh, yeah, we're sadly we're um, and that's not sad. I'm happy to go to Iceland. But I've been saving up for two years to go to Paris. But instead, we're going to go to Iceland. <laughs> and, it's weird. Uh, you, don't, you don't end up going to the place you want to go. It's almost I'm, like that's the fantasy you keep dangling for yourself to get yourself to go back there, right? Right, right, I guess. If you go right, to Paris, then maybe you don't have to ever travel again. I saved up to go to Paris for two years, uh, four years ago. Wow. And then uh, I made too much money. Boo-hoo. And I had to pay the government taxes. But since I'm a tax and pay Democrat, I wasn't sad. I was happy. <laughs> As my sister said, did you gain capital? Uh, I don't you, know what that means. It means you have capital gains taxes. Oh, okay. If you, oh, you made ca- stock market money? Well, uh, I made all kinds of... I, the, just giant bags of fucking Scrooge McDuck money just showed up on my doorstep. Nice. Maria Bamford makes money, and then she throws it at me. She, she throws does. like a third of it at me. She's like, what are you doing? Here. And I'm like, thank you. And she's like, we don't know how long it'll last. Bury it. And uh, so She's right. She's right. She's are you completely... Put, do you, did you have a non-existent... You don't have an IRA or anything like that, I got right? an IRA this year. Good. And, so you're um, shoveling so money left and right into sure, that? Sure. I was allowed to put like five grand in it, and I did. I think I'm ready. 
I'm ready to retire. I have five grand saved up. <laughs> My God. That seems important. But we're comics. Whenever I think about, like, the horrible things that Trump is doing, I'm like, I've never had health insurance. I didn't have health insurance until I met Andy Ashcraft, who insisted. I've never used it yeah. until I had my Pokemon surgery last year. <laughs> and then... Uh, she had little monsters in her uterus. I had a fibroid up my thing. They had to send a ball up. So, uh, <laughs> collect them all. Uh, that was, by the way, I, that was one of my favorite things I've seen you do, is that this is like the day after Pokemon became instantly popular, oh, right. and you just r- riffed that you had you had Pokemon in your vagina, and it was got such a crazy laugh. It was perfect timing because my just surgery enough- was perfect timing. Yeah. It really was. Everybody knew what Pokemon was, <laughs> but it wasn't beat to death as a topic, yeah. and and it was like one of those great laughs that uh, that for the, some that reason feeds just, the universe. Right. It yes. just it just it was a perfect timing. Then yeah. I put it on my album. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> What? Who cares? Some people are still playing it. <laughs> anyway, uh, my son is playing it, and he'll be glad to get that reference in a couple years. Exactly, as soon as he's ready to hear my weird album <laughs> about and, your uh, vagina. About my vagina. But this is your aunt. This is Aunt Jackie. <laughs> aunt Jackie. She's the one with the Pokemon in her vagina. Now, see, with all my nieces and nephews, I go sixteen. That's when they can come see the stand-up. Oh, okay. Because I don't know who's opening for me. Right, because my right. stuff isn't. It's it can be a little dirty, but it's and it and it can be a little cussy. Yeah, but it's usually not too dirty or too cussy, and sixteen is fine. But the person before me could be a disaster. Right, and uh, so they have to be an old soul of a ten year old, or uh, sixteen. Uh, I would. I brought my kid to Flappers a couple of nights ago, and uh, I re- then I then I was like, oh, there's this chunk of material where I'm talking about him not getting into gifted and talented. Oh, and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, he was. He, he doesn't was, need to hear. He, that. he wasn't in the audience. He was hanging out, but you know they have right, monitors, he the, and he could have heard right, it. And he everything else, it. I always tell my son, listen, what I say about you isn't true. So just so you know, I'm just making stuff up. And he he makes up. He you know he understands. He makes up comic books that aren't true and stuff right. like that. So, but he this is like fiction. a little, t- little. The premise is a little truer than normal. <laughs> right, it's a little more on the nose. He might take yeah. it. Yeah, you don't he, want he him might. to be sad. Yeah, and I don't yeah. want. Yeah, and I also don't want him going uh, jokingly, being all right. I'm dumb. You know, just to sort of ever take it on. Yeah, to, yeah. To pretend to be cool about it because I think you know he really was hurt. Right, rise to the occasion. You don't yeah. get to pretend to be dumb. My sister told me that. Um, that uh, her daughter was listening to Hamilton, and her daughter's 10. Yeah. And um, she asked my sister what a whore was, and because it's in the Hamilton soundtrack. Yeah. And Darla told her, and I guess my 10-year-old niece goes, that's a job? <laughs> <laughs> because she, when you're a 10-year-old girl, all you can think, the only reason you would ever have sex would be to have a baby. And um, and she's like, no, no, not even 10-year-old girls are thinking that. No one's... Well, she, they don't know. They, she goes to a Quaker school. She has too much sex ed. Okay. Anyway, so right? uh, she really? was just like, yeah. Okay. And she's like, well, what? That's a jo-. And my sister said, not for you. And uh, <laughs> she Did said, Nixon didn't have too much sex ed? Nixon was a, Qua- a Quaker. Nick- Richard Nixon was a Quaker? Yeah. There's a fun fact I never knew. Who knew that? I did not know that. Oh, that guy. Birdie yeah. guy. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah. um, I think we're done about your sexy 10-year-old niece. I think we're done. Hold on. We are done. All right. Great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Now leaving Nerdist.com. 